And it looks like it's actually recording. It looks like we have an actual stream, which means we can start a brand new Thursday edition of Bid Nerds. Welcome, everybody, to Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars and cars and bids and bring a trailer and sometimes some of the other sites. My name is John Pollock. I'm your host. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada on the Las Vegas Strip. I mean, like we talked about yesterday, it's like 300 feet that way. Not even. It's like <laughs> five feet that way and 300 feet down. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Michael Deeb right there. Uh, he's coming to you from San Francisco, where it's foggy all the time. Michael D, how are you this morning? Good morning, JP. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it was like we always start out with the weather. Like anybody gives a crap. Yeah. Nobody cares hey. about the weather. Nobody cares that it was like seventy degrees and perfect here yesterday, and now it's freezing Arctic. Right. Winds and whatever. We're, we're just trying. We're constantly trying to prove to people we do this live. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a weather channel. It's a weather channel. We just make up yeah. some weather. And- nobody nobody believes that we can execute such a clean show without a lot of post-production, you know, That's editing. Right. And we just, we're constantly trying to prove people, no, we do this live. We're just that amazing. <laughs> just that amazing. Uh, you know, well, but if we could get away with it, it's Vegas. It's like, well, it's sunny <laughs> yeah, in Vegas today. Well, I mean, duh. Yeah. Right. It's always sunny in Vegas and always foggy in uh, San Francisco. Well, all right. Always. So, uh, folks, if you're just joining us and you've never seen the show before, what we do here is we talk about the most interesting cars of the day that are coming up on the auction block on Cars and Bids and Bring a Trailer. These cars that we are going to talk about today are selling today. They're not our cars. They're cars that we think are the most interesting cars. They're cars that you think are the most interesting cars. People from the audience uh, send us in you know, tips and, and, and let us know about cars that they think we should talk about. So we do that and uh, we make predictions about what we think these cars will sell for. But more than our predictions, it's really more about what we think about these cars and why we think they're going to sell for whatever they're going to sell for. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they interesting? Well, if we're talking about it, they're interesting. Uh, So they're in one way or the other. They might be awful cars, but they're interesting for some reason or another. Um, We keep track of our bids. We keep track of our predictions. And so we always start out the show uh, by going over the cars from yesterday. So if you clicked on this video wanting to see our opinion of this WRX STI that's coming up today on Cars and Bids. Nice uh, car. I mean, yeah, it's a super nice car and it's, a, I mean, how much will that bring? Well, we'll talk Oof. about that in just a little bit, but first we're going to talk about yesterday's cars. So let's yep. get to that. Yesterday's big <coughs> car of the day was what? The 67, right? The Targa? Wasn't that our star car? That was our big star car, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this was a really cool car, JP, um, because this was a project car. Listen, with the way Porsche values, early air-cooled values have skyrocketed, most of the cars you see out in public are restored or refurbished in some way. And so it's, it's very rare now these days. This is the unicorn is to see a car that's not been restored come to market in need of, in this case, just about everything. Um, This is a non-running. However, it is a matching numbers drivetrain. According to the accompanying certificate of authenticity, all the parts on this car are original from Porsche, from the factory. Uh, But this one has just been left too long and, uh, and it's no longer functional. So this is a pure project. It's going to need everything, bodywork, paint, which is part of the aesthetics you talk about, mechanical. This car doesn't run, so it probably needs an engine and transmission overhaul and all of the ancillary systems. I imagine the brakes would need to be bled uh, and it probably needs new tires and a flush of this, that and the other. Um, And then in the end, do you have are you in an equitable place? That's the last thing that you talked about as far as when you look at a car like this. And so I really, you know, taking 
your advice of those three um, factors, those three pillars of how to purchase a classic car. Uh, Aesthetic, I my- mechanical, and value. Sorry, just to reiterate right. those three things. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I parked my bid at 45000 um, and I, I really liked your bid at fifty because, again, this is uh, a 67 is the last year short wheelbase for the 911. Um, the early Targas were soft window. They, I think, were all soft window in 67. And then in 68, there was, there was an option between a soft window and the glass. And then from there on, all Targas were glass. Uh, so this is a really cool soft window, short wheelbase Targa. Uh, and so you bid 50000 And this car brought a whopping... $58,500. JP, that's an extraordinary amount of money for a car that doesn't run. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think, and I, th- I think I said it yesterday, it's, you know, you could probably get, for the amount of money whoever's going to buy this thing or whoever bought this thing at this point, uh, winds up putting into it to restore it to get it to, per- you know, that perfect place. It's probably going to be more money than it would cost to just buy one that's already it's there done. or, yeah, that's done. But <laughs> this one will be, that person that can afford to do that, either buy this one and restore it or buy an already restored one or one that w- didn't need res- restoration, that person doesn't want the car that anyone else can get. They want the car that only only they have they want to make this thing their own and unique because it's not the only car that they have right they have a bunch of other amazingly totally. perfect cars so this is just uh so that person is a unique person and i think you know them throwing sixty thousand plus uh at a project car that's going to cost them another another hundred fifty thousand at least to get it where they want it to be yeah whatever who cares i mean yeah, it, you, it, you know it's a dead yeah. person car yeah, I mean, you could get one for like the nicest one is probably 180 grand. So yeah. you know, I mean, uh, again, there might be some concourse cars that have credible stories that bring over 200, but but this one, I mean, the, again, I love that it's got a California black plate and stuff, but there's rust yeah. on this car, and it's yeah. the drivetrain is not running. An engine overhaul could run you thirty thousand dollars. There I mean, it's is just, not uh, yeah. one single aspect of this car that doesn't need. A lot attention. of attention. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing that you can leave alone. And you know, I I think we talked about it yesterday too. I love the idea of doing the minimal, making the mechanical like superb. Put an awesome engine yeah. in there, uh, upgrade yeah. all the suspension, and make sure that it's safe. You know, replace the replace the floorboards and the rusted parts that are that are underneath that you can't really see, but that, but that require are required to be fixed for the car yeah. to operate perfectly. And then leave the exterior looking all patina like that i think that would be the way i would do it even if i had the money to make it perfect i would choose not to make this car perfect because that patina is so hard to replicate and i'm I'm hoping maybe that whoever buys this sees that and says yeah you know what that's the thing to do yeah yeah it'd be crazy who knows who knows yeah so that car sold for fifty-eight thousand five hundred. jp you won that one uh we'll jump over to cars and bids and look at yet another uh volvo v70r (laughs) wagon um i i can't get enough of these things and uh and and listen, look at this one, JP, with 200,000 miles on this thing. I said 6,000. You said 5,000. That car sold for $8,900. I mean, that is a ton of money for a 200,000-mile wagon with a stick. That's crazy. But it was really clean. It was a really nice example, but still 200,000 miles on a Volvo, and it almost brought $10,000. And it was out of the price. Northeast, too, if I remember yeah, correctly. Way up yeah, up there. Buffalo or something. Yeah, that Buffalo. Smells, I mean. It smells like blue cheese and celery in there. <laughs> what a hunk of, I mean, geez, yeah. Louise. Um, you know, Crazy. big fan, huge fan of the show, or actually I should say huge fan of uh, Michael Deeb, Team Deeb over here, sent us a meme yesterday. Uh, and it's like, okay, Mark. yeah, it's like, what? I, you know, love. 
shoves yeah. the Karen Mobile Volvo wagon nerd turds all over the Caddy V Beast. I will yeah. stand by that. I do prefer yeah. this piece of junk Volvo with 195,000 <laughs> miles. I absolutely stand by that. I would absolutely prefer the Volvo over the uh, V whatever. Because the V yeah. whatever is how much money was the was the Cadillac? The 2020 yeah, was, Cadillac? Yeah, it was like 80 grand or something. Almost, almost thousand dollars You know what? Yeah. Here's the thing, uh, cousin, whoever Mark, the hell your face Mark, is. Mark. Who, uh, cousin, cousin, too afraid to post any of this on YouTube uh, <laughs> because what the hell is your problem, dude? Yeah. Put this stuff on YouTube. What are you sending yeah. this? To? Yo, you're going to DM your friend Michael D because you're too scared to put it out in the world. Calling you out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's like... Uh, the the wagon with 195,000 miles at $8,900 five years from now is still going to be worth $8,900. So <laughs> the, right. the depreciation level of that Volvo will be exactly zero and may yeah. appreciate. Whereas yeah. that piece of junk Cadillac, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. The new CT6B. <laughs> great. Whatever. I'm not going to commit any brain cells to remembering that. Um, but that car in five years is going to be worth a quarter of what it's worth now. So oh, the yeah. better investment is is the as cousin Mark likes to say, the Karen Mobile Volvo wagon. Yeah, um, yeah. Mark can't wrap his head around why you don't like a Corvette with four doors. Oh <laughs> uh, man, jeez. At least the Volvo has a stick, bruh. Um, all right. So okay. So what all else right. we got? What moving else did on. we talk about yesterday? Moving on. So we also looked. We jump back over to bring a trailer and look at a 1967 Chevrolet Corvette. Mm. Um. It's interesting because the fit and finish of this car is really nice. And most of the Corvettes from this era are not in spectacular condition. And I thought this one cosmetically looked really nice. It did have a replacement motor. Uh, so it doesn't have the matching number 327. And then the 327 that they put in there, they overboard it. So it's no longer a 327. And the Corvette community, they don't like that. They like the car, but they don't like that. So I said 65 which I'm sure probably brought your bid up. You said 60, but this car, after our uh, after we reviewed it, probably brought one or two more bids. It sold mm. for $47,250. Wow. So congratulations to the new owner. I say you stole yourself a really great-looking Corvette. I wouldn't yeah. bother me at all that that car didn't have a matching number drivetrain. Who gives a shit? I just want to drive yeah. that thing. I would prefer and, uh, it <laughs> over, yeah. over a real one. Yeah. So at $47,000, that is a bid nerd deal. Way to go. Well bought and, mm. and unfortunately sold for – I mean, the car didn't even break fifty grand, and it looks beautiful. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Jimmy. No, no, I was just agreeing with you, yeah. Yeah, so we'll jump over to cars and bids, and we're going to look at a couple of uh, cars that like to play in the sand. First off was this 1991 AM General ex-military uh, decommissioned in 2014. Um, this is a Hummer with the diesel motor, unknown amount of mileage. Uh, I said 15, you said 14. This car did bring $18,750 and sold for that price. I got it right just because you parked on the wrong side of my bid, but uh, uh, even under 20 grand, even at 20 grand, uh, an unknown amount of miles, I still think that's a screaming deal for what is a serious bit of equipment, man. <laughs> that's like, yeah. as a machine, that's a lot of value still there with that diesel motor uh, and basically go anywhere uh, post-apocalyptic escape vehicle. Um, really cool thing out of uh, Washington Plate. So, JP, you thought that that might be on the base up there for training. So, really yeah, cool. Probably Nakamaya. 
Yeah. So, uh, and then the last one was this really car. You and I, uh, we actually spent quite a bit of time on this car. We oogled over this thing. 1995, last year of this particular platform for the Land Rover, Range Rover, Country Classic, long wheelbase. Uh, our car had some miles on it. I think it was 141,000 miles, um, but was incredibly clean. And, um, and these, I agree with you, JP. I think these older, early luxury SUVs are kind of on the rage. I mean, look at some of, you know, there's, there's little bits and pieces where we see cool E1 platform Cayennes bringing like stupid money in our opinion because you've been able to pick them up for so cheap for so long. This Range Rover uh, could be the first, uh, you know, the sign of that movement of that needle for the British cars. Anyway, mm -hmm. I really like this one. I said 33. You said 30, which I thought was a pretty good bid too. Turned out you were spot on. This car sold for $30,251. So close to a Yahtzee. Wow. Very, yeah, 251 from a Yahtzee. Put you uh, three wins for the day to my two. Uh, actually, a very good day. We were really pretty close on most of the cars. Yeah, the Corvette yeah. was really the, the oddball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I really love this this Rover, and you're right. Um, they're just so unreliable, and I I'm still kind of surprised that this car brought as much as it did, uh, given the amount of miles that it had, and not a whole lot of mention of of really serious maintenance having been done. I mean, yeah, it no. looks like it had been maintained, but it hadn't had an engine overhaul or anything like right. that. So it's like, mm, God, this thing is not going to be something reliable. Uh, don't go too far from home with this, or make sure you have your Haggerty uh, Drivers Club card or your uh, AAA, because, uh, yeah. you know, but... Super cool car. All right. All right. So that was the cars of yesterday, uh, the cars that we made predictions on yesterday. Uh, so that's what we do every day. We talk about yesterday's cars, and then we get to today's cars. So now it's time for cars that are coming up on the auction block today, and we have some really spectacular cars coming up today. Uh, what is our car of the day? We already teased it a little earlier. Yeah, we open up today in Pensacola, Florida, otherwise known as Lower Alabama, <laughs> home of the Blue Angels, which is very interesting because our car, our star car, is a 2011 Subaru Impreza WRX STI hatchback mm. in World Rally Blue, which is uh, not quite Blue Angels Blue, but certainly eye-catching and my favorite color uh, for the STIs uh, because that's the color that they ordinarily go racing in. Um, these are just super cool cars, JP. I, I, if I ever break down and buy a Japanese car that I want to like absolutely flog, I will probably do some generation of a WRX STI and then just start throwing, you know, like aftermarket equipment on it and make it really fast. I love this car. Uh, what we're looking at here has um, just 13,700 miles. It is a six-speed manual. These are all-wheel drive. They use a two-and-a-half liter, 2.5 liter turbocharged um in this case, it's not an inline four. It, this is a flat four. Uh, they call it an H4. Um, so it's a boxer engine, uh, which probably appeals to my Porsche sensibilities. Um, these things make about 300 horsepower. Uh, this car is completely unmodified. The only performance options on this car came from Subaru. So it had what is called the 1B Sport Performance Package, which gives you an STI shift knob and a short throw shifter. The BBS wheels come from Subaru. Um, the uh, Brembo brakes also come from Subaru. I think the seats are actually made by Recaro. I mean, this cool. This car already has a bunch of cool stuff on it, um, and this is just a homologation special, so that um, 
Subaru could take all of these cool parts and take them rally racing. Uh, and I, I just, I, I love it. it. This super cool car. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I want one. One of these days I'll break down and, and uh, buy a Japanese car. It'll probably look something like that. What do you say, Betty? Betty. Who the hell's Betty? I, this car buddy. would look cool. What up, buddy? Uh, this car would look... Hey, the weasel. Uh, this car would look cool with a uh, Blue Angels livery on it. I never thought of that. That would Probably, be yeah, pretty right? badass. Uh, you know, I look, WRXs are the single greatest rally car ever. There's a yeah. uh, there's a world-famous rally school up in the Northwest where I'm from, uh, Dirtfish Rally School. And nice. They, you know, you go up there and you spend your whatever, 500 bucks for the weekend or for a day or something like that, and they hand you the keys of one of these and, a, and an instructor gets in there and you just rip up and down all the dirt roads and they you know you go through this old warehouse and um interestingly if you've ever been to dirt fish in the northwest uh, do you remember the 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 TV series and movie uh what was the the, the David Lynch one with the what was that movie oh yeah uh, 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 Fuck yeah, to... yeah, we're totally uh, Twin, I, Twin, Pe- no, Twin no. Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yes, yeah, Twin the Peaks, police yeah. station uh, yeah. in that in that television show is the Dirtfish yeah. Rally office. Uh, oh. So yeah, it's uh, it's you walk in there and you're like, where have I seen this before? This is bid nerds, bid yes, nerd, nerd that's now, awesome. big time. Yeah, um, there we go. <laughs> no, but uh, if you ever look, these cars are. I mean, it's you mentioned all the mods that you'd want to do to it, but it's like yeah. you don't need it. No, yeah, this is one of the oh few cars out of the box that you can just go, all right, it's good. It's done. I mean, exhaust, Absolutely. wheels, suspension, just about everything. Maybe the exhaust could be a little noisier just because, it, you know. It has an exhaust. I, I kind of yeah. missed that, but it has an SPT, uh, which is probably Subaru, but it's cat-back exhaust system. So anyways, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, just so much fun. Uh, and for not a lot of money, the and and there's something about the WRX that says it that makes it okay for a guy our age to drive right. one and not look right. like a boy racer. There's something about the the like the FX or the the yeah. the Ford, what is it? The Ford RS Focus RS, which is yeah. everybody's good, maybe even better than the than its contemporary uh, STI. Yeah. But it's just a little two-boy racer. The WRX makes it okay. Um, I always yeah. thought, you know, and it's like this powertrain is so awesome. I don't know why they didn't put it in the, what is it, their FRS or whatever, their two-seater right. thing. But, uh, yeah, just a super, super fun car. Great time. And uh, with uh, with that six-speed and the flat six. Uh, have you seen those T-shirts that say uh, flatten the world or the world is flat? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, started yeah. from Oxygen. Subarus, not, uh, yeah. not mo- yeah. all you see all the Porsche guys walking around with those. Like, that's a right. Subaru engine. Right, that's it totally, worked. yeah, that's really <laughs> funny. No, you're right. If they put this drivetrain and kept that little platform car that they share with Toyota, a real motor, that would be a special car. That yeah, I mean, that's what the Super should have been. What are they? What were they screwing around with this silly? Z4? Oh, I don't know, Anyways, yeah. all right. So, uh, what do we think this thing's going to sell for? I mean, it's so it's, JP. Uh, I, I just wrote down. I put a, a couple of notes. So, anyways, uh, this car does have a cracked windshield. Um, it does have thirteen thousand seven hundred miles. These cars mm-hmm. were thirty six thousand dollars brand new, and our car is sitting at twenty eight thousand five hundred on mm. 15 bids so the big question that we pose to you and to the audience is do you think this car is going to bring msrp i don't i don't think that there's just so many of them out there i don't yeah. think so uh that being said i think it's going to get really frigging close so i mm. said thirty four thousand bucks i'm going to stay there but uh it's that my bid is two two thousand dollars around away from forgive me original msrp original window sticker so what do you think man over or under buddy 
Yeah, well, if it were on Bring a Trailer, maybe. Cars and bids, I think it's going to stall out. The buyers just don't bring the big money here. Uh, they can for some stuff, but I don't think this is it. There hasn't been a bid since yesterday, so I'm going to say 30. No, 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 there's bids huh? this morning. Just so is you know, there? there's bids really? this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, maybe there are. Huh? Well, I could be wrong, but I said a number and I said 30, so I'll stick with it. I all won't right. change my bid. Give and, me a shot. Uh, yep. Give, give Dee a shot on that one. All right, oh, stacking the points. Stacking the points. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, why? would you spend more than 30 on this i mean for not much more you go get a new one i mean I, it just it doesn't, well new ones new... are creeping up to 50 grand almost man are they yeah yeah, yeah you so. buy so many old cars you you've you've been unaware of what they call new inflation. car creep. yeah inflation yeah. man yeah yeah it's true You're getting it's away true. uh you know okay thirty thousand dollars is this a car that you would buy uh, well, not right a now. A lot of other cars too, that, that are other on Porsches, the list yeah. uh, that, that, that are going to... But then again, it's not apples to apples when you say... A WRX is right. kind of a... It's so, it's a rally yeah. car, but for a sports car, there's a bunch of other cars I'd rather have. If you right. if your intentions so, are to rally, this is the one. All right, so when you get up over 40 and you're looking at a new one, I would much rather have a 996 40th anniversary at that forty to low 40,000 range. I'd much yeah. rather have that. And, and that'll probably happen. <laughs> For sure. All right. So yeah. let's move on. That's an interesting car. It'll be interesting to see where it finds uh, its, its where it lands. But uh, let's move on to the next car. What do we got? Okay. We're going to jump over to bring a trailer, JP, and look at a 1992 BMW mm. 318i convertible five-speed transmission, 115,000 mile out of, I, and I'm, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Sykesville, Maryland. Uh, so this is an East Coast car. And by all accounts, JP, I really enjoyed looking at this guy's photos. He took decent photographs, and uh, it was pretty thorough. And, I, and that's that's a lot coming from me because I don't appreciate. Uh, I mean, I I do, but you can always tell when these are good photographs. But even me, as like the typical layman, these are pretty good photos. Uh, and the car, by all accounts, appears to be very clean. And he beautifully laid out like all the books and records and keys and all the stuff that he's got. Uh, I'd say well done to the seller who is. Let me just give him a quick shout out. Uh, oh, I can't read that. Whatever. I, I, I'm I'm Uranus. What is it? <laughs> I'm Uranus. Uh, you just got I'm Uranus. Uh, I'm Uranus. Yeah, what a one. <laughs> I'm Uranus. Here you you just go. got so mowed from Simpsons. I uh, totally yeah. did. Absolutely. So, I'm anyways, Uranus I, in the bar. I'm yeah. Uranus. Anyone? Yeah. I'm Uranus. Seymour. Seymour Butts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he even framed the window sticker. He's got the hard top. Uh, JP, this looks like a very nice lot. It's got everything there. It looks like it's a no-nonsense. Good photographs underneath the car. Um, there's some surface corrosion, but it doesn't look like the frame or the, the subframes or anything are rusting out. Uh, so it's interesting because this car is just at 9,000 bids on not a lot of action. 10 bids, $9,000. I would think that this would be closer to a $20,000 car. So JP, tell me why I'm wrong or tell me why I'm right. Yeah, it's a, I, I'm actually with you. I, I, I'm very interested in seeing where this car goes. I had to look very carefully because I owned a car identical to this. I uh, bet you And did. Um, uh, if you guys uh, are familiar with Lauren in HD, he's one of the premier uh, drift car uh, photographers and f videographers in the business. Mm -hmm. um, he used to work for me when he was young. He was an intern for me. And I literally gave him a car exactly like this one. Wow. I just gave it to him. Uh, and... Um, you know, I, boy, one of my favorite cars of all time. I mean, the little three-cylinder, you know, that 1.8 little, uh, what is it? I can't remember the, the name of the engine. 
Oh, jeez. Huh? Uh, I'll read it to you. It's um. Blah, 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 it doesn't blah, matter. Blah, M, yeah, so, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But it's just, you know, I mean, it's just the perfect little E30. Uh, and it's the right size. Everything yeah. just feels good when they're done well. Uh, the way they shift, the way they r- ride, the way they just... Everything about it is fantastic. Even with the convertible, they feel fairly uh, stiff. And this is crazy, crazy rare to have that hardtop for the E30. The e- yeah. the hardtop for the E30 on the the E30 hardtop convertible, that convertible top has got to be worth five grand. So oh whatever God. you're spending on this car, you know, right now it's at nine thousand dollars with you know a good four and a half hours to go. So I think this has a long way to go. Uh, yeah. You know, if you just wanted, if you didn't want that hardtop, you'd have no problem, you know, selling it and. Uh, you know, augmenting or, yeah. you know, your, your, whatever your purchase price, excuse me, winds yeah. up being the, the double overhead can inline for this generation is called the M42 and it makes about 140 horsepower and about 130 pound foot of, it sounds like it would be a little weak, but you just have to understand BMW know how to make every car they, they sell. If it's got a stick, it's usually very fun to drive. And yeah, and I mean, that's a lot like the E30 M3 yeah. engine, basically. It's a, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, really kind of a detuned version of that. Um, right. and God, you know, you just wind it up and go, uh, I'm just getting so excited about this car. You know, if it were, if it were under 15, it's like, I'm going to be paying attention to it. If for some reason it yeah. doesn't hit that I'm bidding on it. Um, yeah. but if it goes over the, I mean, I, I could, this car should be in the mid twenties as it with as nice as it is. And as I high as we're think. seeing E30Ms go. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, and it's got the, Lord. and it's, and, and, you know, because it's a 92, it's got the updated steering wheel. It's got the yep. beautiful, those seats look like they came right out of an M3. Yeah. Um, even though he has this stupid grand auto, uh, cloth thing across the dash. There's a photo of the dash with it yep. removed, and there's it's no cracks. Perfect. Yeah. So he's just trying to keep the sun off of it, yep. and uh, and I actually think he should have kept it out of all of the photos. Yeah. Uh, but I th- this car is really clean, and I I like it. Um. So it's hard to read the tea leaves on this one, JP. You know, it, mm-hmm. based on on what we're seeing, lack of action. You'd think this car might stall out at twelve thousand bucks, but I don't. It's on bring a trailer, mm-hmm. um, and I don't care where this is. The E thirty crowd that love these cars are a almost a cult, yeah. and I think this car is going to bring uh, legitimate money. So I am going to say that this car. I don't know as nuts as it sounds. I'm going to say nineteen thousand bucks. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's really difficult to bid against because does it go over that or does it stall out? Um, I'm going to go with you and say, yeah, that this is going to have a late, uh, a late attack. We got four hours to go. Um, will the price double or over doubles what you're saying? And I'm saying um, 10 grand, there's 10 yeah, grand left in that car. Yeah. And you know, with a hard top that comes with it, that should quell the cabrio phobes that are out there. They'll say, Oh, it's oh, convertible, right. you know, and I don't want that. But with that hard top, man, that really, whew, oh, that God. should make people get extra excited on this. I'm, would you say 19? 19. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go 21. I'll just do it. I'll go nuts on this car. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Something tells me that this car, there's going to be a race for it at the end. Um, Yeah, I agree. uh, If it's less than that, golly, that's just such a value. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I don't, yeah. I don't know what you could get. That's as cool for under 20. That just doesn't make, yeah. So I don't know. This is going to be an interesting one to watch. We shall see what happens next. All All right. 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 Next car. Certainly my favorite car of the day. No doubt about it though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're, going to stay on bring a trailer but we're going to go italian for a second and a little bit further back in time this is a 1974 alfa romeo gtv 2000 now 74 was the last year that this car was brought to the united states
States. I think they made him for another year or two in Europe. Uh, but by, by the time this car was uh, sort of done in the U.S., we're what we have here now is the third iteration. So it's a two-liter motor. It's double overhead cam. It's fuel injected. It's got a five-speed manual. Uh, they mostly came with just 14-inch wheels, which I think is what's on this car. But there's a company in England called Alphaholics that makes a wheel that looks identical to that, but it's 15-inch and it's alloy. Um, these cars are known, JP, because they're just fantastic back road cars if you live near calabasas or malibu and, and you drove the canyons um or if you wanted to run and meet the porsche guys up on us on a friday morning at the breakfast club in uh, newcomb's ranch in southern california this is a great car to keep up with those other guys it's a it's a total overachiever they only make about 125 horsepower but that's not the point of the car um they're lightweight they're nimble they handle really well they steer very precise um and they just sound fun you can just rev the snot out of them i mean it's it's easy to rev these cars up and beyond 7,000 RPM, and they'll just keep giving and giving and giving. Um, I, I, the, the looks on these cars could be polarizing. I, I'm a huge fan. It might not be for everybody, but most everybody they encounter always thinks these cars are darling. I'm curious to know what you think about just a no-nonsense TV. I will also mention our star car, or not our star car, our car here um, out of South Pasadena, California, still on California Blacklist. Um, which is incorrect because uh, they're not real black plates because the car was in 74, would have been a blue plate. But our car is at $50,000. Our buddy, Peter George, who lives in Vegas, uh, owns that silver GT, uh, GT3 that he bought at Cars Un Cafe. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you, JP, for that. Um, he sold his 69 GTV on Bring a Trailer for like $74,000, which I still think is the highest price paid for a GTV on Bring a Trailer since they've been in existence. And he had offered the car to me for like fifty or 55000 I really wanted to buy it, but I wasn't in a position to perform. And I encouraged him to put it on Bring a Trailer and, and kind of coached him through it. And he did amazing and got, I think, the, like a record for GTVs. This car is not quite as interesting as his, but really damn close. So this could have a lot of room left despite it already being at an extraordinary number at $50,000. So John, tell me, do you like one of these? Would you rock one of that? Especially if it was black. Oh my gosh. Even at this color, I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. I, I don't know. Is that interior just completely redone? I mean, it looks immaculate. Yeah, probably. It has it really to have is. been redone. And like the uh, yeah. the finish, the black finish on the top of the of the head covers on the engine. I don't have the picture on that. Sorry, guys. But yeah. I mean, that all looks perfect. It just looks like, I mean, the headliner is perfect. Um, it's it's really weird. Nice. The headliner and the seats and the dash, everything is immaculate. But then the uh, the the sun visors looked like they were a little worn. So it makes me think that right. okay, <laughs> all this stuff, was, that was the one thing they didn't spring for the visors. Uh, here's a little yeah. driving video driving around the guy's neighborhood. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I absolutely love this car i mean it's italian it's light it's red it's uh, you know you're gonna have a good time in this car i've never yeah. driven this era of gtv i've only driven the 80s ones um so oh, i would you'll, love you'll to like get this. behind the wheel of of a car like this and uh, see what yeah. it's like especially on a real road like the uh, like the crest that got that yeah. whole this video does that look like is that the professor's neighborhood 
It, it could be. If he's in South Pasadena, Professor's not quite in Pasadena. Oh wait, no. Okay, LA. I was, I was. No, LA. I mean, all of LA looks the same. But this kind of looked like behind uh, the coffee shop that we yeah. always meet him at. What's the name of that coffee shop? The uh, 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 oh my god, uh, yeah, something organic. Right. Something yeah. organic. Yeah, no, but this car is so nice. Um, all right, so where do we think it's going to land? What? Uh... So, John, I really don't know. It like what I'm trying to say is this car is so clean, and because we've seen them bring over 70, it wouldn't surprise me if this car went to 65. Lately, GTVs, which haven't been as nice as this, have been struggling mm-hmm. to make 50 grand, and this one's definitely going to do it. So, I, my bed, I, my bid, I would say is conservative, and I put it at. $58,000. But if this car went to 65 grand or even higher, I it, it, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just the trend lately hasn't been quite that high. So I'm going to say 58,000 bucks. You're going to go 58,000. All right. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to bet the other and say 55, uh, okay. mostly because I'm just you know, looking at what, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm with yeah. you. It's like, we've seen them go higher. This one, God, that does. That's such a good looking just, car. just so you know, when you asked if this thing has been redone, it was yeah. refurbished in 2009 by alpha Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. I know. There that you goes. go. So yeah. then, yeah, those, so those wheels sure look 15 inch to me in LA. And they might be, yeah, yeah. And they might be, the, they might be the ones. It's like I said, they, they're at these, this company in England, that's making these, can't keep them on the shelf like they yeah. do a build run and then they sell out and they have to do another build run like mm-hmm. they're just they're not always in stock because everybody around the globe is putting 15 inches on their alphas and they look great mm-hmm. i have them on uh my sister's duetto my sister has a 69 duetto that i'll oh, be wow. bringing with me out to vegas when i come back and uh it's got the 15s and they look gorgeous in the car fantastic all right let's move <clears> on <throat> to the next car of the day we got a lot of red going on today oh yeah here we go here we go all right, so we're looking at a 1993 Cadillac Alante with just 5,000 miles <laughs> offered to us out of Smithtown, New York. Now, I have a love it and hate it relationship with this car. I commend General Motors for putting, uh, you know, a V8 in a two-seat convertible and then off badging it a Cadillac and giving it 300 horsepower. You're like, oh, great job. And then you look a little bit closer and you realize – they only offered it with a four-speed automatic. They mounted it transversely in the front engine compartment, and you start to tilt your head and scratch a little bit and go, no, wait what a minute. Wrong they with you did idiots. not. They did not. Oh, my God, they did it. This car is just terrible. It's greatest moment was the fact that Bob and Williams drove in, of course, the movie called Cadillac. Other than that, <laughs> This car, it's like an also ran. It, the 32-valve North Star V8 um, should have been a, a, a gem. And instead, it gets lost in this just sloppy, heavy, four-speed automatic, softly sprung, overbloated, just pig of a car, driving the front two wheels. The Cadillac, get your head out of your ass. This should have been, by all accounts, a really cool car. It was designed by Pinnacle Arena. Uh, it had a you know a non pushrod V8, which was a in of itself was a big thing for GM, but they found a way to f it up, and I just hate these things. This is probably the nicest one to come to market in the United States in the last ten years because it's in it looks like pretty reasonably perfect condition with almost no miles. Uh, it's at twenty thousand um, dollars, which would be a record since the uh, last one was sold new off a dealership's lot, <laughs> and it's on twenty two yeah. bids. 
But JP, I could not give this a bigger nerd turd. And I wanted, I was so stoked that they got Pin and Farina designed the car because the first V8 was a dog. And then they put the 32 valve North Star and then the car was discontinued. And it's because nobody really cared. These weren't driver cars and it should have been a driver's car and it's not. Take it away. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, this car landed at about the same, uh, at almost the exact same time as the 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 new generation Mercedes 500 SL and and mm-hmm. 320 or 300 SL, which was yeah. you know I mean it was almost like you, you got to think that that GM had some spies over in Germany and and saw the 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 you know the drawings of the new uh, SL and they're like oh yeah okay let's let's do that if you're gonna copy something that'd be a great car to copy right but I could not agree with you more there's just like the biggest shoot yourself in the foot moment come you know general motors coming out of the 80s going to the 90s just could not help but screw everything up front wheel drive is just an atrocity an absolute atrocity this car should have been iconic and classic instead it was the car driven by the bad guy in rocky four uh so (laughs) there you go piece of crap um kind of pretty Interesting from, I guess, if you're a Cadillac person and you want a convertible and and something that's, you could pro- I mean, it would be kind of cool to have at Radwood, but you don't, you're not going to have fun driving there or driving home. It's just, wah. 300 horsepower and it doesn't feel fast because it probably weighs 4,000 pounds. Yeah. And then why do you need a 4,000 pound two seat roadster driving the front wheels? What are we, we're not in Russia. It's not snow on the ground. Yeah, every, put it every, like, yeah. like it doesn't make any sense. It's just, I don't get it. The, you know, I mean, there was a, there were a number of cars that kind of messed that up in that era too. If right? you remember, remember the uh, Lotus Elan was also a beautiful uh, right? little two door roadster uh, came out the exact same time as the Miata and the Miata was all the rage. The Miata was perfect front engine rear wheel yep. drive light all the things that you want in a sports car the lotus had the lotus name for crying out loud looked yep. even better than the miata but they put the engine uh a they Mits- made it a front yeah. uh they yeah, made it a Mits- front wheel drive it's like, a mitsubishi what? engine driving the front wheels and it's like what in the hell are How you are doing? You doing yeah yeah, yeah. unbelievable so, so something about you know you got to think about in the 80s when they were building these cars general motors was still like oh front wheel drive is the rage you know, so they were tr- they were still in catch up mode, uh, thinking that you know, because the Volkswagen <laughs> Rabbit came out yeah. in what 75, 76, yeah. and that was front wheel drive. And General Motors like nobody's gonna want a front wheel drive car. By the time they figured it out, Honda and Volkswagen yeah. and Nissan and all these other companies had been making front wheel drive cars for maybe a, you know for more than a decade. And finally, General Motors like yes, that the the young whippersnappers like this front wheel oh. drive stuff, so that's what we'll do on our new. It's like, uh, so it would take them another decade to figure it out. So, well, General Motors. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I I can't believe it's at $20,000 already. This doesn't make any sense. I know. And there's no, there's no book that's going to help us figure out what this car is worth. Um, Yeah. I don't know, man. I I put 23,000, but that was last night when it was on 17,000. I was like, okay, another five grand. Mm -hmm. Well, it's already given those and it's still got two hours to go. I'm going to up my bid, but only because I'm trying to read the room, JP. So I'm going to say 25 grand brings this car home, but I, you know, I'm guessing total spitball. So yeah. you can spitball wherever you I like. I mean, 5,000 miles on it. Uh, you know, we always say when we see these cars uh, on, on, 
on the auction sites, you know, with low miles, we're always like, oh, why doesn't somebody drive these cars? It's such a, it's such a crime to not drive these cars. And it's like, yeah, yeah this car should go to a collector who doesn't drive it because really who gives a crap? Well, no, who I wouldn't want to drive it. I mean, the yeah. only thing that makes this car even remotely enjoyable to drive is the fact that the top comes down. I mean, a nice sunny day, right. any right. car that has a removable top is going to be fun, which is why I always give it, give cabriophobes such a hard time. Um, but this car, you know, this, I mean, th- th- JP, to your credit, this car is going to drive like any other car you rent that's midsize or bigger at the airport. Yep. It's all, and, yep. and so the guy with a five thousand with five thousand miles, which is collector miles, mm-hmm. and a twenty five thousand dollar asking price, which is where I think it's going to take. The mm-hmm. guy who buys this car is either the owner or the general manager of a Cadillac dealership. <laughs> that's the only person that should buy this yeah. car. I mean, you, 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 you compare this to the E thirty, uh, you know that that the BMW that we just talked about, the 318, right? right? Oh. You know, there's a car, I mean, that was basically, these cars, brand new, were both on a showroom floor at about the same time. That's you had exactly the option, right? right? So yep. you could have bought this thing for, what was it, 80-something new, 60? Oh I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. In 1993, it was the top of the line for a Cadillac. Whereas you could right. go down the block and go to the BMW store. And for less than half. Bottom, of the, the, the very base model, is the 318 the, the the cheapest one you could get was the 318 convertible right <laughs> yeah. and there it is you could go in there and you could have bought that car and that car drives like a million bucks you get in that car today and it feels like man this thing this should be was this the top of the line car back then because it drives like that um right. and it oddly enough a 92 318 e30 in that condition is is worth what five times how much uh the top of the line bmw right. of the air well maybe not an eight series but yeah. like a seven series or something like that is worth yeah man. um so you know <laughs> uh you know the, e, the little e30 was just you know i mean that was the little and the e30 the at the same time the e30 convertible was sitting on the showroom floor the brand new e36 uh, four-door sedan was parked right, right next to it. So a, a right. massive light year leap ahead in design language yeah. uh, parked right next to it. Still the old school, old body style E30 sitting there, still the car that everyone would rather have. Everyone today. Would, yeah. yeah. So, totally. you know, and the fact that this car is already sitting at twice as much as the E30 just bottles my mind. Um, so yeah, you said 25. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they land tomorrow. Uh, if the BMW yeah. actually brings more money than the Cadillac, I hope so. I mean, you know, funny. there's something wrong with the world if it doesn't. Uh, there is a, uh, I mean, <laughs> humanity has a serious problem if this if this Alante goes for more money. I'm gonna say 24 uh, and park under you in just hopes, just hoping that that sanity prevails. This uh. thing is. Stupid. You have way more faith in humanity than I do. There's no way. <laughs> nerd turd big time. All right. Steaming JP. pile of nerd turd right there. <laughs> Let's wrap it up today with a no reserve auction on cars and bids. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about a 1996 Honda Prelude VTEC. And JP, I, I had to look it up. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, it's not VTEC. It's VTEC, yo. Uh, you have yeah. To, yeah, you have to yeah. be technical here. Yeah, yeah. So a 1996 Honda Prelude B-Tech, yo. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So check it out. This car, uh, <laughs> I because Doug DeMiro put it in the title, I was like, yeah, everybody knows it's VTEC. I didn't realize VTEC was one of the versions of the motor and that there were other versions of the Prelude that did not have VTEC, which yeah. was really weird to me. I thought they all did. I so did I learned thing. something. Yeah, I learned something new looking at this car. So our car is offered to us out of San Diego, California. It's got 183,000 miles. 
This is the 2.2 liter inline four that in this, the VTEC version, makes a whopping 190 horsepower. Again, I thought they all did, but they don't. Just the, the, the VTEC ones made 190 horsepower, almost 160 pound foot of torque, uh, driving the front wheels and through a five-speed transmission. Now, our car has been repainted in a different shade of red. Our car has uh, a handful of small modifications uh, the 17-inch wheels, uh, different fog lights, um, uh, black and red other upholstery, which I think has basically ruined this car. I would not yeah. buy this car because of that. Um, I wouldn't spend the, the money to redo a 200,000-mile prelude. I would just wait for a nice one to come along. Uh, so I don't particularly care for this car. It's too modified for my taste. But preludes in general, this, this generation of the prelude, um, were pretty cool cars. And you would surprise a lot of people on the boulevards in your hometown if you left a red light in one of these things and saw somebody hmm. smoking the front tires in a Honda and going, what the hell is in that thing? He's flying. So uh, these were cool cars that I appreciated back in the day. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me to see a clean original one bring stupid money. But I don't think it's going to be this one here. So, JP, your turn to turd on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to turd all over. It's certainly not a car that I want. But, uh, you know, if you're going to make a front-wheel drive car in this era, this is the way you do it. You make it lightweight. You put a stick in there. Uh, and yep. you're gonna, and, and Honda just knows how to make front-wheel drive sporty cars. The Prelude has always been a fantastic platform. Um, this car, yeah, was basically ruined with, this, with the goofy wheels and uh, that red i mean is there's something about red too that's just like a you can go too much red so quickly uh yep. it is you know just a little bit of extra red and you're like oh, oh, oh you know and you can't <laughs> you know the good thing is though it's just the seats i mean you could pretty easily swap out the seats and you know i mean there's some kid that probably stole some seats out of uh, civic on craigslist uh, that you can buy all over the place uh, which is why hondas are stolen so often because everything's interchangeable um oh, yeah. you know those wheels are hideous but again you know for a four by 100 bolt pattern is about the easiest wheel to replace. You could probably find some stalkers or something that's period correct and not hideous. Uh, right. But you know, I'm with you. It's like, really, is it going to be worth it to do any of that not, as a, as a driver one. for a teen guy? You know, if this was on Craigslist or offer up or something like that, and it were five, six, seven grand. Okay, great. You know, do a couple of mods and uh, now you have a classy, cool, fun car. That's going to be cooler than anything else that you could get. I mean, basically that's a down payment on a new uh, Kia, <laughs> whatever that most young people would get. So that, so I would way rather drive a 200,000 mile 96 Honda than anything new made by Hyundai. Um, so, right. you know, I mean, whatever. I, I'm, so I'm not going to nerd turd on it, but it's definitely not a car that's super exciting to me because it does have a lot of things, unfortunately, wrong with it. Uh, yeah. But it's not completely ruined and it's not completely uh, un. It's not impossible to salvage this thing. Uh, yeah. where, are you, where is it at right now and where do you think it's going to land? It's only at so 5000 bucks right now. Jeez. $5,000 on eight eight bids, JP. It's not mm -hmm. getting a lot of love, uh, despite being in San Diego, California, and being mm -hmm. under 200,000 miles. You know, I mm -hmm. mean, it's. I think, you know, by all accounts, it's got a, a clean yeah, history. Another, another 100,000 to go. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's only had three owners, so it's not like it's been, you know, whatever. But, like I said, it's just the, the seats really, it, uh, it doesn't You can wheels, get a set so of seats for this thing for 400 yeah. bucks, you know, and well, a set of yeah, wheels yeah. for same price and boom, you've got a decent looking car all of a sudden because those red seats are glaringly awful and they're going to ruin this auction. I couldn't agree with you more, but that, yeah. but, it, but for, if for someone that's a little savvy and can look at yeah. this and go, wow, 
Um, it'd be really easy to fix these seats or spend the 200. You probably find some cheap upholstery guy to just change out those just centers, do the centers. To black and you're yep. good. Dude, boom, that's, that's what I was thinking. You could probably you know? do that for 200 bucks. Yeah. For a couple so, hundred again, bucks and some, and another set of uh, four by 100 wheels for, you could get four by 100 wheels with tires somewhere for four or 500 bucks off a of Craigslist or offer up and sell these for the same yeah. price and probably have right. a net zero swap. Right. Yeah, you know? Totally. Um, totally. And you'd have a transfer transformed car that wouldn't be embarrassing to drive around which it is kind of right now uh with those wheels agreed agreed yeah so uh again uh just under two hours left to go uh out of san diego this is a no reserve auction jp so i, I it, you know there's not a lot to to go by i it, no reserve i said 8500 bucks so i'm thinking there might be 3500 dollars left in this car but that could be high i don't know yeah, we'll no i mean i don't think that's crazy look uh you can tell which one of us is a dirt bag and which one of us is highfalutin because uh you know this guy over here is talking about 15 inch alpha wheels that probably cost three thousand dollars that you can never get and i'm like you could get a set of these crappy wheels <laughs> off offer up for $400 and sell these for $400. I mean, That's right. yep, Dirtbag Central right here. I had a lot of cheap cars over the years. Um, yeah, what'd you so, say, $8,500? Just, just, just to meet you at the nerd out spot <laughs> since we've devolved down to wheels, yeah. the bolt pattern on those alpha wheels are four bolt and they're four by 98. And that's yeah. why they're really weird. None yeah, of the Japanese that's a stuff, weird, yeah. None of the Japanese stuff uh, transfers over, so you have to get like Alpha Fiat Lancia wheels, of which there are a ton in Europe at mm. like swap meets that are made out of magnesium, and that's the way mm. to go. So, mm. anyway, and you couldn't you couldn't get a, a a a what do you call it an adapter because the lug pattern is too close, right? So it would be right. like yeah, impossible. No, nope, yeah. won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you said 8,500. Um, as much as I've defended this car, I don't think it's getting there, especially not on <laughs> cars and bids. I knew I'm it. I'm going to go 7,500 and maybe uh, it makes seven. Uh, a couple dog. thousand dollars more and we'll see. I don't know. Uh, eight bids is not very many. Woof. Let's go. Let's go to San Diego Woof. and go pick this thing up and, uh, oh and my we'll God. bring it over to the Rami show and blow it up. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, that's a Thursday edition of Bid Nerd, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on Cars and Bids. And bring a trailer. We do this Monday through Friday, uh, every day of the week. Uh, we record somewhere around the nine o'clock hour, and uh, we really appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, the notification button, the like button. Share this thing. Let people know that we're doing it. Tell us that we're idiots. Let us know what you think of our bids. Are we completely wrong? You know, I got to tell you, I read the comments, and sometimes I'm, I mean, I learned stuff from the comments. I'm like, oh crap! I, I thought I was a total nerd. I'm not as big a nerd as I thought I was because there's bigger nerds out there. So we. We want to hear from you nerds out there so let us know what's up and uh join us tomorrow for the last show of the week um we are excited we've got a little feature for you here on my 996 gt3 Ooh, to me wannabe that's car. a good tease. Uh, good tease so we'll show that tomorrow and um uh, we may even have the, uh, the, the, we'll premiere the video for my six speed Cayenne manual. Nice. Uh, I am going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to sell my manual six speed Cayenne <sighs> Uh, uh, it's not a G it's not a GTS. It's a base, but I hope you guys are, ex I'm excited to show you this car. I hope you guys are excited when you see it, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to sell it and bring a trailer at no reserve. So we're almost done Ooh, with the ad. So it wow. should be going up in about a week or two. Uh, how's that going to end up? Who knows? Man? Roll the uh, dice. Am I crazy? Exactly. Yeah, roll the so dice. It's all about the gambling. Uh, so let's see how that works out. You'll find out tomorrow, uh, on bid So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Steve. Later.